What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Hogan. Bonjour, Nettle. How are you this fine day? I am actually very cold. I forgot to adjust cold. my thermostat. Yeah, I, I forgot to adjust my thermostat because I keep it colder at night, and now I'm sitting here, and it's not like my normal cold hours, and I'm like, oh. I'm so chilly. This is very unpleasant. <laughs> what, is, what is your your optimal sleeping temperature? My optimal sleeping temperature is like seventy two. Exactly. Oh, perfect. That's right. My daytime temperature is eighty. I keep it at eighty what? here. Yeah. I oh stay my nice god. and warm. Oh my <laughs> god. Very easily. That's so. Warm. Oh man. I'm like I. We have our set. Uh. Yeah. We do seventy two at night too because that is just like the the perfect sweet spot for those for that cool temperature. But uh. But no. During the day, like in the mornings, I won't turn on the AC just because it's like it's not super hot yet outside. But it does by like noon. But and then that's when I have to crank on the AC or else I'm just sitting in my house sweating all day and that's just no fun. Just no fun at all. Well, I, I, I don't know what to say. I have thin blood. <laughs> I, I wish I, I, I wish I was blood. naturally cooler because like that because that would be oh man that would that would solve so many of my problems. Well, you you and Sam though you also have a very firm layer of fender and birdie fur like as yeah. extra house insulation, so mm-hmm. I imagine it retains heat. That's very <laughs> true. That's very true. I, I wouldn't doubt that at all. But yes, yeah, so here on Team Chat Podcast, we are here to talk about games and new episodes come out on Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web. You can also find us on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server. Links for all that are in the description below. And finally, if you're really loving the show and would like to help us make the show bigger and better, you can do just that by going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where it's for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before the general Tuesday release, access to a private patrons only channel on our discord server check that out over at patreon.com slash team chat podcast but if you can't do that that's no big deal at all we totally would love it if you could still help us support the show by you know writing us reviews telling your friends sharing us on across your social media all that stuff helps make the show bigger and better as well we are very appreciate appreciative and love all of our listeners and patrons alike thank you all hearts emojis and word of mouth does really help us obviously we don't advertise this so tell your friends super big help be great Pew, pew, finger guns. But today, everyone, we're going to be bringing some great gaming discussion around the announcements and reveals that were put out at Gamescom 2020 this year. So we're going to be going through a recap of some, not everything that was announced, because some of the games we didn't necessarily have much thought to, but we wanted to go through our some of our favorites announcements and favorite updates that we got on some upcoming games that are coming out this year. But before we do that, though, we got to get a moment with Mogan to find out what is coming out soon, because a lot of those games are pretty far away. Yeah. Uh, So rounding out the end of this month uh, on August 31st, yesterday just came out Descenders for the Nintendo Switch. And then as of today's air date, September 1st, all the following are out. Ari and the Secret of Seasons for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Crusader Kings 3 for PC only. Hitman for Stadia. Hitman 2 also for Stadia. Wow. Look at these Stadia releases. Stadia's finally getting something. Super old games. <laughs> Stadia is baffling and I'm just I'm just waiting for them to say that they're not going to support it anymore. It is not going well. I bet they try I mean, to hang on throughout the first year of new gen of next gen and then I think if they can't really get a foothold by then then yeah I, yeah. I bet they're going to have to do something I mean, different. With new gen right around the corner I don't I have no idea. They can't compete now. 
No. How are they going to compete once everything else is out? Yep. So that's a conversation for another time. Oh, we should eventually do like Stadia in memoriam. Once it's finally, yeah. Once it, well, it's like not, a little it's not around anymore. Stadia. I'm imagining <laughs> it being very dramatic. Like we'll go outside and take one of their little controllers and just like put it in the ground. Bury it. <laughs> just bury it. <laughs> uh, contact Google and be like, excuse us, we need one of your controllers for a PR showcase. And they're like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sure, it. we got we got warehouses full of them. Yeah. We'll just be like, <laughs> we're definitely going to play it. We swear. <laughs> All right. Anyways, iron harvest. Uh, that's iron harvest for PlayStation 4, Xbox one and PC. Good heavens. Those puppies, they're getting wrestling today. Birdie is really excited about iron harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, WRC nine PlayStation 4, Xbox one and PC comes out September 3rd. Doraemon story of seasons. That's confusing. Comes out on September 4th for PlayStation four. I'm going to have to look that up. Doraemon is like the super old school blue catfish dog thing from like one of the world's oldest anime. Do you mm-hmm. know what Doraemon is? I do not. I, th- I think that that's the right thing I'm thinking of. And if I'm not, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on September 4th, we have Marvel's Avengers for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. We also have, uh, don't do it, people. We also have NBA 2K21. I'm begging you not to buy into the scams. Sports <laughs> games are a scam. <laughs> that's up for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Paradise Killer for Switch and PC, September 4th as well. And here's one that people might actually be excited about. Not that you wouldn't be excited about Drive on Story of Seasons. Uh, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and oh, 2. Yeah. The, the remakes, remasters, I don't know how they're classifying these. Those are out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC September 4th. And that nice. rounds out the next week. Very cool, very cool. So like I said at the intro, we are going to be doing a recap of some of our favorite announcements and reveals or just more updates that we got from the opening night and of Gamescom 2020 that took place on August 27th. So it was an interesting one because like I feel like the whole news cycle and releases and all that stuff has been obviously thrown off greatly this year because of all the pandemic stuff. But it's kind of interesting that we just got the the Xbox game showcase. Not too long before that, we had had this Sony state of play and we got the Ubisoft forward much later than like what they normally would have been because obviously like E3 didn't happen and stuff like that. So it's interesting then that Gamescom comes so quickly on the heels of all those things because I kind of feel like we're getting some new stuff, we're getting some reveals, but a lot of it is mostly just more updates on games we've already been seeing. But that still though doesn't mean that we got some great news. Like uh, did you see the the new gameplay trailer for uh, the extended gameplay trailer for Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart? Of course I did. It was one of the very few games that I really cared about. (laughs) That game continues to just look amazing. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like this is so going to come back to bite me in the ass, but I feel like (laughs) part of me is like, how can it go wrong? Like, how can you possibly F up Ratchet and Clank? Because it's such a, not not necessarily simple game, but it's such a streamlined game Mm. in its like historic design. Right. So it's like, I, I just I just don't think that you can really mess that up too much as long as you don't touch its soul. As long yeah, as you don't touch its, intact, core, its core formula. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, from everything it's seen, it looks like it's going to be doing that. And it just looks like it's going to be so fun. Yeah. I mean, the only things that people want from Ratchet and Clank, uh, I think probably both old and new, sweet new weapons. 
silly new jokes yep. and like just fast paced platforming action. That's really all anybody wants. And it looks and like for uh, Mr. Zarkon to come back. I love Mr. Zarkon. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Zarkon will show you pain. Yes. I, I, love, I love that. That was so great. <laughs> what um, a good friend. <laughs> and then um, what was the, uh, what was probably one of the biggest things that you were, that you that came out of this, that you were like, man, this is, this is exciting or this is some fun news. Well, probably one of the only new, like, brand new things that I thought, okay, that actually looks kind of interesting, was one of the first games that they showed off from, like, the first night of Gamescom, uh, Unknown 9 Awakening. Yes. I'm guessing you saw that trailer. So this was one of the very few that I was like, okay, maybe. So I do think it's funny that all of a sudden video games are realizing that the, (laughs) like, mystery-based games with ghostly shadow forms of people very and like much solving right mysteries now. is very in, which is so funny because, oh my God, what was that like very loosely based Lovecraftian game that I played a couple of years back? Sinking oh, City? Oh, it's going to kill no. me. Not the Sinking City. You know what? I can't, I can't remember it right now. I know what I you're talking about, but and the name's on the tip of my tongue. Like I can't, I can't place it. And I'm sure that this game isn't going to be quite like that. It just cracks me up that like that very specific formula of like, Hey, here's some ghostly figures that are going to help you solve a mystery. It's like, bitch, that was a trend what, six years ago. Why are we back here? It's like that meme from, uh, from Zoolander where uh, Will Ferrell's like so hot right now. <laughs> it really is ghostly figures so ghostly hot right now so hot right now <laughs> that's hysterical uh, but, but no, yeah so I thought it ghostly really cool figures too. for mystery are making a comeback which I'm fine with I love that so Unknown Awakening appears to follow um, a young girl who I'm not she is named in this article but I don't think she was named in the trailer itself hmm. so this claims that her name is by the way I'm getting this from an article on destructoid.com so it says that Unknown Night Awakening is a game about a woman. Uh, so woman being like a, an adult, which is counter to the trailer. Uh, right. Raised from the streets of Kolkata, which is in India, and haunted, haunted by visions of her own death. And I thought that was really cool because mm. it confirmed what my initial impression uh, from the trailer was. So I was like, I think she done been dead already. Uh, so that's true. So it's going to be this character confronting her own death. And it says that you can manipulate the unseen Ooh. Ooh. using See. a hidden dimension called the fold. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is all information that I don't think you would have gotten from the trailer itself. Uh, but I don't really care. I love mystery solving. I it, like ghostly figures. Looks cool to me. Yeah, it did look really great. And I think uh, the one thing too about it, I see, I didn't think it was necessarily that it was more ghostly figures. I took from the trailer that it was like, she could c- manipulate time or see the future kind of thing. Like, cause it, cause like in the trailer that the boy chasing her, it tries to hit her with that stick and she like yeah, and she activates dodged. her ability. And then, and everything, which she seemed as the young girl in the trailer didn't know she had. And then she was able to, you know, see where the future moment as they're all frozen in time and she was able to avoid it. And so then, yeah, I guess that that's showing her origin. Cause then at the end of the trailer, you know, it shows the, what I'm assuming is her coming back to whatever she hid in that, the wall. Remember she was hiding something behind a brick and a wall at the trailer started and she comes back to it later. And I had a feeling that that was her as an adult, even though it didn't show her face or anything. Yeah. It just showed her I, hand. I guess- I think I should have confirmed. I, I think I like described her haunted by visions of her own death badly. It, it does look like, yes, she would have died in this particular scenario, but by using her ability, she was able to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So presumably she is still 
<laughs> because she lived to be an adult. But you know, who knows? Maybe she dies. Maybe maybe if you die in the game, you die for real. That'd be a permadeath uh, but, thing. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but like, uh, I wonder. Yeah, if it's like she has. If it's almost like if you fail, you can reverse time kind of thing and like or or something like that it'd be very i'm very interested about it but yeah it looked like a really cool fun concept so i was pretty excited yeah that one looked very cool to me too um of the new stuff that was announced i thought it was really fun that we got a new even though i have no history with the series necessarily but i knew it was an old like lucas arts one the sam and max series that was kind of fun to see that that one coming back getting that v getting a vr a brand new vr game in 2020 i was like that's kind of fun that's a fun well, nod to an so old series I'm as I'm sure you can imagine, my opinions on VR great. Yes, so, yes, I know, I know that you that you are not a, a believer of it yet. Not a believer. Uh, so this just, you know, I've never had any attachment to the Sam Max games at all. Uh, didn't even honestly like the name struck like struck a bell. Mm-hmm. But seeing these characters in the trailer, I was like, I don't know. I don't stranger danger. I don't know these. <laughs> I don't know anything about them. I don't want you on my home console. What are you doing? So, a, it's VR, so my floor of caring was already quite low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's Sam and Max, which is a game that I, j- frankly, just don't have any attachment to at all. So, like, I kind of kept digging into that floor. So, like, my caring level is below sea level at this point. I was so, sorry. I, w- I will say, though, that even though, like, like, yes, I know VR is still very much an up-and-coming thing and be- and still f- trying to find its footing in gaming. I will say, though, I felt like we're starting to see a better... We're starting to see more, like, AAA studio support of it now because, like, we are getting... Like, they did show off the the trailer for the new Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond, which is, uh, is going to be a totally VR game from Respawn, uh, from Respawn Entertainment. So, like, because it's from Respawn, I'm feeling like, man, that's going to be a good game. It's, I believe, on Oculus, going to be an Oculus game. But um, also very cool to see Return to Medal of Honor. We haven't had a Medal of Honor game since Warfighter, I believe, which is several years ago. So that'll be fun. And that one's going back to the World War II. Um, and then we also, Star Wars Squadrons is going to be completely playable in VR as well, which that, I think, if there's ever going to be, like, if there's ever going to be a game that could do it, I feel like that could change your mind on it. I feel like it would be Star Wars Squadrons. I do appreciate the Star Wars Squadrons. Squadrons, God, struggling with that word. I do appreciate that game specifically being in VR because that plays more into like the flight simulator. Right. Which I think is just inherently well suited Mm -hmm. to the potential to be VR. So that one I completely understand. This Sam and Max is... (laughs) Get out of here. <laughs> don't need this. <laughs> I don't need that. But uh, yeah, for the squadrons, I, I totally get it. It probably would be awesome in VR. And as I've said with at least Concrete Genie, I do think that some concepts, some gameplay styles are probably awesome in VR. Mm-hmm. Am I going to spend the money to buy the equipment to play the VR? Hell no. But I, I get it. I'm going to eventually I'm I'm going to eventually that's like the one thing I feel like I'm really missing out on right now is is some getting able to play some VR if for nothing else I just want to play Beat Saber so bad but um, yeah so, you know, I, I get that too <laughs> I'll just have Beat Saber and Star Wars Squadrons and then I'll be just like cool good but uh but no I want to I still I'm I am kind of sad that I still haven't been able to really experience this new version of VR and stuff that's been getting so big but I so yeah. I really want to do that uh, the other one that I hadn't heard of before it had been announced before, but this game, but I just missed it. I watched the gameplay trailer they showed of Quantum Error. Did you watch that one? Quantum what now? Quantum Error. 
It was just a gameplay. It looks like a solid. I'm very into it because it looks like a strong mix of Doom and Dead huh. Space. Does that have anything to do? What was that game that came out? Quantum Break. Is that any relation to Quantum no, Break? Different. Different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but different game, but like, uh, but yeah, so it looks very much like it's looks like it's in space and it looks like it's it. You're going to be fighting demons or some kind of, you know, mutated human, like zombie esque kind of stuff. So it looks very, and it takes place in space. It looks very much like you're like, it's very heavily inspired dead, by dead space influenced oh, by dead space. I was about space. to say this, like looking at just some of the stills that I'm looking at now, this, this looks like dead space. So, but then some of the weapons, successor? but then some of the weapons and everything are more doom. So, cause like, okay. you know, uh, dead space, have you played dead space? I don't remember. Uh, if I'm not, dead space is much more on the, I have not played dead space, um, okay. but it's more on the side of like horror survival. Yes. yes. So it's pretty yes. pared down and not very, not quite the wild high octane action uh, of doom. I don't right, think. Right. Exactly. So you, so again, you have like the creepiness and the scary factor, the horror factor, I think of dead space, but then you have the more uh, high octane gunplay and stuff of doom. So I think I'm, I'm very interested in it. I think that looks like that one's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I'm always so torn about certain types of horror games because if it's more like a, adventure type horror game and less a shooter type horror game i'm more likely to be on board Mm -hmm. because both the stress of the horror and then also you have to like be good at action on the side that's where that's where that's where i stopped being good oh dead space kicked my ass i mean like like, i can i can handle the horror as long as i'm permitted to just run away yeah (laughs) just let me turn tail and run (laughs) shut a door just close the door not confront your fears i just want to go straight around the place (laughs) uh let's see quantum actually looks pretty cool Um, yeah i will watch the trailer after this uh it's just one that i guess i missed maybe i was making coffee at the time yeah i like never heard i've i like i don't the announcement of it is escaping my mind of when it was actually announced but it 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 uh, it has my attention now it's coming from a developer developer and publisher Ooh. Ooh, uh team kill media llc which not gonna lie i can't think of like knowing anything that they've done off the top of my head so, so a nice great. little indie game. That's fun. That's fun. It looks like they have done one other game, Kings of Lore, uh, the fall of Ebris, Ebris uh, in 2019. So, hmm. yeah, they're kind of new. Interesting. Right. Very cool. Be checking that out. We will watch their career with great interest. Indeed. Um, but then I think the other announcement that was very exciting is, of course, we got our first sneak peek or first look at season two of Fall Guys, which is still yeah. a while away. Like it's it's going to be a bit. But uh Milord Jarrett is going to get to reign supreme because it is medieval I, themed, and I am. I knew so you were going to love this. The minute I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god!" There's already a crown in it. Jarrett's like emoji is a crown. He mm-hmm, loves medieval mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to love this, and I love it because that little Viking and that little dragon, the dragons, are oh my so god. cute, so cute. Oh little wizards god. too, with the little bit, with the big hats and everything. Oh, oh, I'm so excited! But so we're getting some new games. Uh, some obviously new skins, just everything's going to be great. It, it just like fall guys continuing, which PSA, if you're listening to this in the early morning hours of September 1st, when this episode is released, uh, P- fall guys is still for free on PSN until like the update to update the PS, the PS, PS plus games. So Grab you have to quick. have PS plus. So yeah, if you're listening to this now, go, you like, go to your, go to your computer, 
go to your console if you have PS Plus. Get Fall Guys for free before it goes away and the new rotation of games come out, which the new rotation of games for this month for September are pretty good. Uh, it's going to be Pub PUBG, which I'm like, eh, I'm not really going <laughs> to spend the time there. But now I'm blanking on the other one. Damn it. Why did I bring it up if I'm going to blank on what it is? But well, let's just pause real quick and try to find let it. Let me see. Give it a quick Google. PS Plus Games September. It is. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, Street Fighter Five. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, that's actually cool. That's cool, right? PUBG FU Street Fighter Five. <laughs> Hell yeah! So I'll play a Street Fighter game. I will I'll too. Definitely pick that up. Yeah, so I'll be grabbing that one for sure. But yeah, so can't wait for Fall Guys season two. I know. I think we're still like thirty something days left in season one. So it's we got like a month until that's coming out. But still, yeah, super excited so, to see that for the theme. Really quick aside, just because now it's on my mind. Um, first of all. Of the fighting games that I've ever played in my life, Street Fighter's arguably my worst one. Uh-huh. What if there's something about the mechanics of Street Fighter that just does not compute to my brain. I'm a Tekken player, as you know. And, so this is not related to Gamescom, but Tekken did just recently release a trailer for Season 4 of Tekken 7. Uh-huh. So if you currently own Tekken 7, that game is not dead. They are still putting out new updates for it. And Bro Mogan and I were going back and forth trying to decide if at the end of that trailer, so part of the Season 4 is going to be every character is getting new moves. You know, nice. Par, par for the course. Everybody's excited about that. But they at the very end of the trailer, they teased what might be what might be the return of Kunimitsu, a super not popular character from the Tekken series that Bro Mogan and I love. Nice. So Kunimitsu is like this awesome ninja woman, and she has this really long red hair that she keeps in two pigtails, and she wears a uh, white, oh, why, what's the word for fox? Uh, it, it, it looks like for a nine tails for Fox in Japanese. It looks like a nine tails oh. mask, but I know that that's not. I'm not what sure it's either. Called. Anyways, don't worry about it. Is it Kunimitsu? No, never mind. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. The point is Kunimitsu hasn't been in a Tekken game in so long, mm-hmm. like a, a real one, not one of the weird spinoffs. Um, so if it is actually Kunimitsu, so heckin' excited. She's a ninja. She kind of plays like Yoshimitsu, but very different. She's got like two little knives that she stabs you with. She's the best. Oh, man. Um, or, you know, because Negan and like a bunch of other, that Final Fantasy guy, Noctis, because a bunch of weird third party characters keep making it into Tekken, part of me was like, oh no, is it Naruto? Please oh, don't let funny. it be Sasuke from Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not, but part of me was like, it could be from anything, really. I hope it's Kunimitsu, but I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too high. So anyways, that's your tech news that you probably didn't want, but there, there you go. go. But, hey, somebody wanted to hear it, I'm sure. But, uh, but <laughs> let's see. So I'm, I'm already going to say then, should our game night for September be you and I both try to beat each other up in Street Fighter V? We can certainly try. Because I was going <laughs> to say, fighting games, I wish. these. That's like the one genre of game that I wish I was good at, but I'm absolute shit. Like, just terrible at it. But I still enjoy them. Like, I played the... I played, obviously, Mortal Kombat games, several Mortal Kombat games, um, and even the Injustice Gods Among Us, the DC one, that's all DC characters. That one was pretty fun. I enjoyed that one. And then, uh, but like, Tekken and Street Fighter, I've probably barely touched, if at all. So, I've, so oh. I'm, very, I'm very down to do some Street Fighter V. 
with Street Fighter, we will be on perfectly even ground. Perfect. We will both be absolute butts at it. So yeah, maybe we should do that one. Let's watch, watch us fail at Street watch Fighter. Watch us five. miserably fail and like not even be able to kill each other and just get timed out. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's going to be a great, it would be a great time, but I'm sure uh, oh, we'd, get, we'd get booed out of the arenas, but still it Absolutely. might be, it's, it's worth trying for sure. So yeah. what were then uh, some of the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So, so just real quickly. I got so sidetracked, <laughs> but circling back very briefly to fall guys, because we got on the PS oh, yeah, plus, yeah, yeah. we got sidetracked. <laughs> uh, in addition to all these cute new costumes, uh, maybe, maybe you already said this, but there's going to be new levels that are mm-hmm. more medieval themed. And I think that's really awesome too. Which it looked like too from the gameplay trailer, you're going to be able to actually move some of the obstacles now. Like it looked like ramps yeah, like you can grab. Blocks. Yeah, they're more blocks things. Which I'm. That's either going to be a really great thing or a really terrible thing, depending on how the I, groups you get yeah. into. So I'm, I don't know. That's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun to see. And also too, I think that's great that they are adding new games and and things like that to keep the freshness of it. Because I mean, all the matches are great, and I'm still trying to master some of them. I feel like I finally have a good strategy for seesaw. So most, so when I see seesaw come up now, I don't curl into a fetal position and cry, but like eventually those would get old. So it's great that they're still going to keep it fresh with new courses and new, and new games for us to be playing through. Um, So something that may not have been just immediately apparent to me is the concept that once these season two levels come out, the season one levels are going to be out of rotation. You know, that's a very good question. And I honestly don't know, but I feel like that's a lot. Like, I feel like they showed off two, I think two, maybe three new courses. If they, and like, there are 24 mini games in season one. I seriously doubt they're going to recreate 24 new games for every season. Cause that would be, yeah, like, I that's, think you're right. that's a new game at that point. I would feel like, yeah. so I've, hopefully I, they're just, just add-ons and the each part of me was just thinking like, well, if they want to like keep with the theme, if they want to yeah. be very on brand for fall, <laughs> maybe, maybe they like update the look of them to make them look more medieval themed and maybe, they ro- and maybe they just rotate out some games. Maybe that's how they, yeah, maybe so. So, but anyways, uh, either way, super we're both really excited about it. I can't wait, wait to be a cute little Viking, assuming fall- that I'm good enough to be able to win more coins. <laughs> crowns to be able to buy them i have zero crowns right now because i, I spent my only two <laughs> which what, what'd you buy uh the parrot costume oh uh, we didn't buy i do i do like being a silly parrot we bought the only crown we spent we bought the tomato head skin because oh, gotcha. that one was pretty oh, fun. No, wait I, I bought the parrot with the regular money like kudos or whatever mm. i bought the flower i think the flower pot oh i haven't really seen cute. the flower i'll have to check that out to see if that one comes handsome. back up into this into the shop <laughs> So any of the other like newer stuff that you were seeing, or should we move into some of the, the older, the stuff we already known about, but like the updates? Yeah. Well, I guess it's, um, it is both older and newer. So I also don't really care that much about this game, but world of Warcraft, um, is getting some sweet new content mm-hmm. uh, for their Shadowlands, And that's actually coming out pretty soon, October 27th. So of everything that we've seen, um, world of Warcraft is getting one of the, uh, closest um, updates. So people might be really excited about that. I'm still kind of amazed that World of Warcraft is still so big. Right. But it feels like at this point, it's almost like underground big because mm-hmm. nobody talks about it that much, but people are definitely still. Oh, it's still, it's still a powerhouse for sure. Uh, yeah. It definitely is still getting a lot of attention and everything like that. Destiny two is also getting another update. I know. Uh, and they're going to be getting more new powers like stasis abilities and things like that. So people in the destiny two world uh, be looking forward to that update as well. But uh, I think the one game 
Let's go. Yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about this one now, I think, because the big one, the big one, we'll go ahead and do the big update because it has been radio silence on this game for so long. So I was so happy that we finally got an update on Dragon Age 4. Yeah. And it was actually like it, it's not anything super concrete that we could be like, oh, it's definitely going to be X, Y, Z in this. Right. But it is better than nothing. Exactly. And it gave us some like even though we didn't see finalized gameplay, you saw a lot of like in development gameplay, like very, yeah, a lot very of bare bones art. concept art, which the concept art. Give me that art book. Give yeah, me that great. art book. That's like, can you imagine? I just want to be able to trace them. <laughs> I know that's like my secondary thing that I've started collecting a lot more of and getting a lot more of our art books for games and movies and stuff like that. I just love them Perfectly so much. It's so cool they are beautiful. to like see the preconcepts and how that translates into the game. But so they really just it was a whole bunch of interviews and sound bites from the development team talking about the differences and like why they're excited about this game. And it looks like it's going to be really different from one, two, and three. Like it yeah, looks so like it. They even say it's going to be from the perspective of characters without power. So it's not like your yeah. royalty. It's not like your, uh, you know, the starting out as a gray warden or something like that. You're yeah. very much just like the common folk who ride, who ride, who like a mere, find the strength a mere of themselves. Plebian. A pleb. <laughs> but yeah, so. It, it, that's going to be great. And they talk about there's going to be new worlds, new areas to explore, new architecture, new wildlife, which the wildlife even like they showed one concept of, our, of like almost a mix of a dragon and a T-Rex looked very cool. And it looked very Monster Hunter. I was like, that's yeah, just that's a creature true. from Monster So <laughs> They stole that. It's Capcom. Wait, is it Capcom? Capcom is, no, Capcom for which one? For Dragon Age. Dragon no, Age is no, Bioware. It's Bioware. It's Bioware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't remember um, what I was thinking, sorry. But yeah, so that's going to be great. And then even the one thing, though, that I think is very interesting, I'm very interested to see how this is going to translate into the gameplay, is that choices you make determine if party members live or die. So does that mean if yeah. they die, they're out of the story and there's no bringing them back? I really hope it does, because I think that is such a better mechanic. Like, obviously, people are going to find ways to get around it, you know, save states and whatever, probably. Right. Unless it, like, insta-saves. But... I think that that makes it so much more fun. I love playing that way. It makes every decision count. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if your waifu or husbando dies, you know, I, I just feel like that's a, a fun emotional journey for you, the player, to be able to go on. Well, and I feel like it makes you more invested in your party characters, even in combat, not even in like cinematics yeah. and stuff like that, because I'm very much of as I play the Dragon Age games, like I try to switch between my characters and party members to have the right attacks. But if like, if one's getting hammered and dies, like I don't, I don't like lose sleep over it. You know what I mean? Like in a battle, cause as soon as battle's over, they just stand back up and we're good to go. I have to use some potions to heal them back up in BD. But if their death in a fight or the choices I make lead to that character dying, that's what I mean. This is going to be, this is yeah. where I'm, I'm interested to see where it comes into play. Like if they die in a fight, are they dead then? And you have to go recruit new party members or is it choices you make in the game will then later determine through narrative through the narrative if they live or die. And is that decision irreversible or not? So that I think is going to be very interesting to see how that plays in a big, huge RPG, like what Dragon Age is going to be. So yeah. I'm excited about so, that. That is very is also yeah, this is also a bit of a spoiler, so if you haven't seen any of this Dragon Age stuff, just tune out right now. I don't think we had seen this before, that with Dragon Age 4, one of the key conflicts, it appears, is going to be against Solos. Mm -hmm. So had, had that been, was that public information before now? I feel like it wasn't. I don't know if it was. I think, well, a lot of that comes from, I still haven't finished Inquisition. So I didn't know how okay. those all wrapped up, but 
you know, the games came, that game came out in 2014. So like, obviously I've picked up things and I know that something happens in that story where Solas becomes bad, I believe. And so yeah. I think maybe it's just like, yes, still continuing on him as like a villain and stuff like that. So I, it, it definitely made me want to be like, well, shit, I have to finish Inquisition now. Like I have to finish yeah, Inquisition jump, before jump, this buddy. comes back, before <laughs> this comes out. But also, you know, because all we're seeing were this kind of like still in development gameplay and mostly concept art. This game's like I'm thinking is still two years away, oh, maybe easily. three. Like yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be a bit before we actually get to play this one. But that's and fine. Do, I'm I'm still excited I, about it. Yeah, I, I do certainly have high hopes for this. Um, I really just want Dragon Age to succeed mm-hmm. because I know how super invested Dragon Age community and Dragon Age fans are. So I'm really hoping that it does like meet all of their expectations yeah. and their wildest dreams. But Bioware's had a couple of missteps in the I recent mean, past, so Anthem. we can't make any. We can't. We can't make any assumptions. <laughs> I saw on I saw on Reddit a picture somebody took of Anthem on in Walmart on a Walmart shelf, and it was for sale for one dollar. Oh, scandal! Yeah, it made me sad. Yeah, but that was that, kind of the thing that, that I was trash. hoping. You know, we got this Dragon Age Four news, which was awesome. I really would kind of hope though that they would have said something about the Anthem reboot that they're doing. That it's it's dead. That's no, no, no. It's 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 not yeah. dead. They have definitely come back and said like it's gonna we're gonna get Anthem 2.0. I'm just like, which I I will say like we I know we've talked very publicly on the show about how much we uh, the problems we have with Anthem. But if Anthem two, as soon as Anthem 2.0 drops, I am for sure jumping back in that game because I want to love it so much. See, I can't because I already sold my copy, and God knows oh I'm not God. gonna get go to Walmart not, then and buy it for a dollar. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh man jump back I on that it, hype train i guess it doesn't matter but like we'll watch the 2.0 come out and then suddenly the world's greatest game and the price skyrockets to 80 dollars for you know copies you know like, well shit <laughs> i know plans for the future now oh man so anyways the point is both with dragon age and with bioware in general i would love to see just a return to form mm-hmm. so i'm really Same. crossing my fingers that this is a success so but we're not going to know for many years probably no. so let's all just sit back down and comfortably warm our hands under our own butts while we wait. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see. So Doom Eternal. Also, uh, they got they had announced this before, but we got a little bit more on the Old Gods DLC that's going to be coming out on October 20th, which is great. Damn you, computer. Sign me out of my iCloud notes. <laughs> um, get back to that. All right. So yeah, so the Ancient Gods Part 1 is going to be coming out on... October 20th. And I mean, it's just more doom. So yeah, I'll play that for sure. More, it's just it's more, doom. <laughs> more. It looks like we're going to be getting more elite demons. Like, you know, cause in doom eternal, you fought the con maker and you got really to like the upper hierarchy of hell and everything. And so it looks like you're going to be fighting more of those elite leader demons like that. There is this huge gigantic monster that you looks like you're going to have to fight at one point in this. But the thing that scared me the most about this trailer is that it showed you having to fight two marauders, at one time. Gasp. Heavens I know what that means. To probably. Betsy. Yeah. You have, to Betsy. you have to fight two of these. Dudes. Yeah, there he is. I knew that. And they are so <laughs> hard just with one of them. I cannot imagine having to fight two of them. So that part, I was like, damn it, that's going to be scary and hard. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that though. Uh, more doom is always a great thing. And what, what about you? What was one of another game that you were, that we got updates on that you were pretty psyched about? I mean, honestly, that was kind of all of it. Um, I will say that in general, I feel like this was not a super 
impactful. Well, that's what I mean. Though. Like, I feel like it was very, it's, it came at an odd time. Like we're, we're kind of, yeah. we, we, our news and updates and everything got thrown through the ringer, like everything else did this year. And so I think just like, it's great that Gamescom was still able to happen and they kept it going. But yeah, because it was all virtual. It is. True. We didn't already say that. Right. Um, but the nice thing is, so it is more of just like, here are more updates on these things that we already knew about. But, um, the, I guess the, the other, t- the last two things that I was, that I was pretty hyped for, uh, where we got to see the story trailer for star Wars squadrons, which looks again, uh, the fact that there hasn't been a dedicated star Wars dogfighting game like this since the 90 early nineties with X-Wing and TIE fighter and stuff like that, or, or like even, well, this seems more like a true return to form. I know there were the Rogue Squadron games on like GameCube and and stuff like that, but like one of the hard like hardcore space combat that we got in the Tie Fighter and X Wing games from the early '90s. I think this is looking like it's a return to that style, and we got tastes of it in Battlefront One and Battlefront Two, the new versions of it, and all that stuff. But I'm still super excited for just a hardcore dedicated. This is all you're doing is just flying in starships and and taking part in the epic space battles that Star Wars is known for. Because I hold that Star Wars does space battle and the look has the look of them better than anything else. So it's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait to jump into the cockpits of both the Imperial and New Republic starfighters. And it's really cool too, because like in the story trailer, you got to see Wedge Antilles pops up and I was like, yeah, my man Wedge, he's back. And Hera Syndulla from uh, Rebels. She pops up too. So I'm like, this is awesome that they're bringing in these characters from the from the shows and the movies and stuff like that and bringing them into this game, giving them more screen time, getting us to get more time with those characters. I'm super stoked and uh, I'm putting out the call, everybody. I need a squadron. I need I need people to squad up because it's 5v5 and it's going to be best if you have a team and I need that team. So I'm looking for pilots. Let's do this, everybody, because it's going to be. And I'm going to go on ahead and unknown. join myself. Join myself. Damn it. Thank you. <laughs> so, As we're talking, like, and mentioning all these characters, I'm like, yeah, definitely people. Yeah, I, I know those know. people. I know and those people. <laughs> but no, so I, I'm going to be down to spend some hours in squadrons. And so uh, I'm going to, I can't wait for that game to come out. Less, about a month away, really. Uh, October 2nd is when that game is launching. Yeah. For $40, too. So, I mean. Pick it up, people. That'd be nice. Let's go. Just sort of as you were talking, I was kind of thinking like, you know, the sort of resource management games like your Stardew Valleys mm-hmm. and your Spirit Fairs. I think it would be pretty fun to have a Star Wars game where you're a total nobody, just like a space junker or somebody, and it's just a pure resource management game. That would Star be amazing, Wars. and I would play it. Why Why actually don't they have that? Because that seems like a really yeah, easy concept. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think if, if there has been something similar. I mean, there have been like real-time strategy games, like uh, Empire at War and stuff like that, that were a lot of fun. Um but, but no, I, like I can't. Th- yeah. Daily life. But no, I'm I know, I know like what you mean. I don't collect the scrap. I don't think they're growing are. space vegetables. Question mark. I don't know what they eat in Star Wars. That would I, mean, I would be absolutely. I would absolutely play this. I would absolutely anything. play this game. Let's pitch this to EA. Let's see what they can do. Um, to yeah. EA, good God. They have the contract. It has to be. Oh, with, it has to be right. with for a while. So let's oh, see what they no. can do. Maybe it could be a blatant ripoff of Star Wars, and it could be like space battles. <laughs> <laughs> team man a resource management game i don't know just call it space balls and just make it all the space balls characters well, yeah, that's a good idea <laughs> that's probably a better idea uh but then so the other star wars news that came out of gamescom though is that star wars characters will be coming to the sims 4 so i guess i gotta play the sims 4 now you know you get really that sweet don't. content card. <laughs> like, you really don't stop you, you don't have to do that just stop <laughs> 
Uh, and then finally, the last big thing that I want to talk about was that we did get to see the opening cinematics and stuff like that for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is going to be the new yeah. installment for this for this year. Uh, going back, I think that's a good move for Black Ops to go back to kind of the setting that it was that it came from. Uh, it went way into left field, I think, with Black Ops Three and Black Ops Four. Uh, and so it's good to see it returning to form. Granted, we're not going back to the 60s where it started. We will be taking place in 1980s. So in the trailer for it or in the cinematic, you know, you're having a briefing and it shows that we get, we're getting the cut. The characters of Hudson and Woods are going to be back. We got to see Ronald Reagan. So he's there in all of his CGI glory now. Uh, it's for better or worse. And, <laughs> and um, so, but yeah, so it looks like you're going to be trying to hunt down the Russian spy Perseus, who is trying to orchestrate a possible nu- nuclear attack. So, and we, it my looks like it'll be interesting. Game, my only hope for this game is that because it takes place in the eighties, it'll have a rock and synth wave. Oh man. I hope it does oh, too. That's all I want. I hope it does <laughs> too. But the nice thing about the Black Ops game is they've always been centered around like a mystery and it's like you're more of it's there are like these weird it does these weird like in the the earlier ones there were some like flashback stuff going back going forward flash forwards flashbacks and just they they are really good about building a mystery story I feel like and really kind of keeping that under wraps until you get through the later periods and see what is actually at the source of all these happenings and so I feel like that's really they always have a really interesting storyline. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get back to the more grounded gameplay of the original Black Ops because the man, the first Black Ops game was an outstanding Call of Duty title. So I'm very excited to get back into that. It looks like it's going to have some player choice through dialogue options, and that will affect the overall narrative of the story. So that's very cool to see some of that coming into Call of Duty as well. And you're actually going to have character customization for your nameless silent protagonist. So I think that's very cool, too. Uh, to be able to have all of that. So, but Jared, yes. will it have the season's hottest new thing? Ghostly figures. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't put it past it <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like there. It like in the first one, you're like seeing these numbers in your head and like trying to figure out what all these numbers that keep like flashing before your eyes. It's like, what does all this mean? And so, yeah, like I, I wouldn't be surprised. If there's a cutscene where you're seeing like some ghostly figures. <laughs> oh man, it, that's so hot right now. <laughs> it's so hot right now. But yeah. Oh my god, Jared, I'm gonna think about that joke for like the rest of the week. <laughs> I'll just send you the meme every day. I'll just ping it to you on the Discord, oh, text excellent. it to you, just be like it's so. Hot right now, but I got to rewatch Zoolander. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie too. It's definitely due for a rewatch. But yes, uh, that uh, Black Ops Cold War will be launching in November, so coming up soon. So yeah, but yeah, I think if you didn't really have any other big updates or thing that really struck your fancy from Gamescom, I, that's pretty much the list I had. Yeah, I think that's about it. Awesome. Uh, so. I did some stuff's coming out. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff coming out. Games are good. Games are great. And we can't wait to get our hands on all of these and get, get to get to spend some time in these worlds. But if there were games at Gamescom that you were super excited about, you want to let us know your thoughts on Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart, Doom Eternal, the old, the ancient gods, which, that's a great name for DLC, I gotta say. Uh, Fall Guys Season 2, Star Wars Squadrons, any of those things, let us know by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or commenting on our social media, the episodes themselves, on YouTube, all that great stuff. Let us know because we would love to, on our Discord, let us know because we would love to hear your thoughts on all those things. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined through the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Peace out. We'll see you all next time. Bye.